where were we? Road to... Every sex scene in Road to Hell Retribution. <laughs> now, this isn't a video game podcast. But we're going to watch every sex scene in Road to Hell Retribution. <laughs> Which are apparently famous, is what you've told me. They were a big deal when they come out. Okay. It's a lady. She's got big hands. <laughs> they're trying to not show her from the waist down to so you don't think that they've so you think she's naked but I think that's the same character model in that <laughs> they haven't changed the character model yeah. at all is he kind of bang him? <laughs> two guys on the screen now ring now oh is he in his ass ring he's <laughs> just called husband <laughs> on the subtitles you got it Oh, that's the wife then. I'll show you what <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not to do with his car either. <laughs> On a sofa bed. <laughs> She's just kind of rubbing him. Yeah. <laughs> He's more like a doctor, right? like checking for lumps. <laughs> yeah. She's just wearing, she's wearing overalls. <laughs> I know, they're fully clothed, completely clothed. <laughs> <laughs> and they're silent, <laughs> which is weird. So I think you found out what a mechanic can really do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can see why they got they're sort of well known. Yeah. Some good they are rubbish. Yeah. Some would say that. <laughs> I'm sure there's some fourteen year old boys out there who probably enjoyed that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. I never played that game, have you? No, it doesn't look great though. She's still no. got her overalls on now, post coitus. <laughs> That's the best thing, you just zip them up. <laughs> and straight back on. He's got like jeans and a belt buckle and his boots on. Yeah, never took his boots off. No. He's a biker, they don't do that. No, that is true. I'm yeah. surprised his bike wasn't in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just drive straight into the bedroom, keep your boots on. <laughs> I never leave my hug alone for five minutes. Knock some boots and then you get out. Hey. See? And then before the morning, he's back on his hog in the living room, <laughs> bursting out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is bad, that. Yeah, it's not great. Can you see why it is the worst video game sex scenes? Yeah, I can see why, to be honest. I mean, they are bad. But then, do you want them to be too good no, there's... in a video <laughs> game? I mean, like, yeah, I don't think you want... You don't want them too good, do you? Yeah, you don't want it, like, photorealistic. Full penetration. <laughs> <laughs> it's the interactive ones, isn't it, that are the worst, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Was it like a back and forth to thrust? Yeah, on Fahrenheit you had to flick the analog stick up. <laughs> yeah, I swear they said, isn't there a God of War on as well? Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, God. what if interactive sex in video games is odd. Who are they for? I don't know, no one can enjoy that. Yeah. Even the people who are enjoying it are annoyed they have to take their hand off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, to play the game. Yeah, maybe. they'd rather just watch it. Unless they like go, oh, do you want to play this again in one hand mode? <laughs> yeah, and you know what they're doing. I thought you were gonna say like they're talking to a mate, like, oh, do you want to play this for me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something else. Don't look at me. I'm gonna go stand in the corner. Yeah, I'll just stand behind you. Put those headphones on. <laughs> just stood in the corner, just facing the corner. <laughs> Blair Witch in it. Can I stop playing this game? No, no, keep going. We're having fun. This is weird and or interesting stories. I'm Frost. Do we do our names still? I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm Will. I'm still Frost. Yeah. This is your week, right? It is my week. Um, 
I've got some pencil chat. Really? Don't you know? Well, I looked wow. up. I looked up like biggest pencil, that sort of thing. <laughs> Was it a slow week for you? Well, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, what I found was a PDF made by Faber-Castell, who've made pencils since 1761. Is that something they're proud of, do you reckon? I think it's their whole vibe. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And um, it's a PDF called Superlative Pencils, <laughs> which has the oldest, the largest, and smallest pencil on. It also has the world's most expensive, but there's not enough information about okay, it. Okay, so there's like, all the pencils. Yeah. Well, all no, the big ones. The, the main all ones. the most impressive yeah. ones. The headline pencils. Yeah. So how old do you reckon the oldest pencil is that they found? Um And I'm looking at a picture of it and it does look like a pencil. Yeah. Let's say fifteen fifty two. You're not too far off. It okay. doesn't say exactly, but it's it was found in a seventeenth century house. Okay. So sixteen hundreds. Yeah, okay. okay. I thought they'd be more advanced in the 1500s, but, you know, fuck well, them. What, what they do. <laughs> they might have been, just no, no pencils survive. Yeah, they wore them um, all out, they used them too much. So it's found among the rafters of a 17th century house <clears> in <throat> the in the course of renovations. A carpenter had evidently left it there by mistake, and it probably remained there for three centuries. Pencils made of two pieces of linden wood, with a piece of pure graphite sandwich between them, and bears signs of use that confirm its great age. I don't know how the signs of use confirm its age. No. But they were using it for a hundred years. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like, thought they would draw. There's a notch for every year it was alive. <laughs> Someone drew a dinosaur, they're like, wow, <laughs> it must have been around since the dinosaurs. Uh, it's the oldest surviving example of a wood case pencil anywhere in the world, and it's now preserved in the Faber-Castell archive. Uh, apparently pencils are a relatively new invention when this one was made. If the story is to be believed, Shepherds in Cumberland stumbled on a deposit of graphite which was mistakenly believed to be lead. The soft lead glance provi- proved much better for writing and drawing than hard metallic lead and more practical than quill and ink, so its use spread rapidly. Wait, so I feel like in school it was always like people said it was lead, but it was actually graphite. Yeah. So even the first pencil had that confusion. Well, yeah. Well, well, no. Because okay. it says the soft lead glance proved much better for writing and drawing than hard metallic lead. So they obviously tried it with lead. Yeah. But then they used graphite. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Originally, sticks of graphite were wrapped in leather or paper or wound with cord. Later, they were placed in holders of wood or metal to protect them. Then people hit on the idea of encasing them completely in glued wood. So the pencil was born, Whoa. and with it, the trade of pencil maker. <laughs> I don't know why they had no. What a noble profession <laughs> that I'm sure has been taken over by robots. Uh, largest pencil. Okay, it's uh, a giant version of the famous hexagonal Green Castell Nine Thousand. I love that means nothing to me. Uh, well, it says it's famous. Is uh, that famous uh, the, rocket? The famous hexagonal Green Castell Nine Thousand. Is it coloured green? I don't think I've seen a green pencil. I guess it's just green on the outside. Well, have you got measurements? Yep. Okay. I'll... Well, actually, you say that. I've got. I've got weight of. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the weight of the the lead. Okay. Um, I know it's in the book of records, so it's able to be looked up. I've got how long it took in man hours. Oh, that's what I was going to guess. How long it took to make? <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think it took to make? In man hours. In man hours. Yeah. 
125 hours. Oh, way higher. Way higher? Way higher. Well, I guess way too high. It's massive. No, no, no. It took longer. Yeah, it's it's a, massive. It's still a pencil. It's like four floors. Four floors. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's I mean, there's a picture cute. of it there. It's in that little tower there. What is the tower? Well, that, oh, that, it's the that shadow thing. of the middle. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the biggest pencil Okay. Yeah. Well, no, that'd be ballsy though if it was the tower. And you had to move the paper on top of it. <laughs> don't think, I, don't, I guess it does work. You'd hope so. Otherwise, it's not a pencil. It's just a yeah. bit of wood. Yeah, you're quite right. It's a tree. 7,029 man oh, hours. You'd feel embarrassed. A giant version that. of the famous hexagon on Greencastle 9000. One half of the wood casing was built up layer by layer <laughs> from native Malaysian timber. You know the annoying thing about that? Is was it like ten thousand hours to become a professional or become an expert? Expert, yeah. yeah. So you'd be like, "Oh, I'm nearly an expert at making <coughs> giant pencils." Well, I, I doubt it was one blow. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I think they did it as a sort of publicity stunt. I'm mm, guessing. But it's one of those skills that you probably it's never going to come up again, is it? Well, the lead's only a hundred and fifty mil in diameter, so yeah. it's about that big. That's, that's, so they've really bogged it out. Well, yeah, there's a lot they've of They've really casing. bogged it out with wood. Um, I feel like the ratio's off compared well, to normal. 150 pencil. million diameter and it weighs 600 kilos. Wow. It was lowered into a groove and an identical seven, second half placed on top. The polymer lead had previously been manufactured in Germany and shipped to Malaysia. Fucking, it's not very <laughs> CO2, is it? <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the pencil really now... Stands on end, protected for the elements by a glass construction next to the lobby of the Faber-Castell building in Subang Jaya, Malaysia. So, I mean, there's... So, if you ever see that on GeoGuessr, yeah, you know you're in Subang Jaya, in yeah, Malaysia. I, that one. I feel like there's a lot of waste going on here. Yeah, I mean, shipping it from Germany to Malaysia. And not just the fact that they've built the biggest pencil. There's enough of a waste. They're not even using. They've had to build a <laughs> glass container around it. Well, yeah, I mean... Glass pretty easy to come by, though. It's, it's not like an attraction. Well, no. If you walked no. past it and there were like signs for the biggest pencil, would you even divert off your walk? I think if I was walking, yeah, I probably would be like, if oh, I was like, I, just, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing the world's biggest pencil. Yeah, I feel like I'd probably turn my head. That's about if I was like, <laughs> I'd look and go, that's a big pencil. If you're I'd on a tour bus walking. and they went, and on your right, there is the world's largest pencil. And I'd just look at Pokemon Ghost and then go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not important. Uh, the world's smallest pencil. How short do you think it is? Ooh, okay. How small could you make a pencil? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I'll say half a centimetre. Uh. No. What, <laughs> bigger than a that. A lot bigger? No, not a lot bigger. Okay, a centimetre. It's 17.5 mil. So okay. it's 1.75 centimetres. Yeah. And it's three mil thin, which is an odd that's, way to put it. Yeah, that's thin. It's so yeah. thick. And you'd also say 7.5 mil long, but they because want to really get it yeah, in. The smallest pencil small in the world is 17.5 mil short and about three mil thin. I suppose it would be weird if... No. <laughs> Been thrown around Faber-Castell as the company. Mm. Who, and I'm assuming that this guy, Count von Faber-Castell... <laughs> I trust him. Was the guy who invented it. He uh, he had this miniature pencil, a tenth as long as normal, specially made from North American spruce as an appropriate gift on the occasion of unveiling of the world's largest pencil. 
It then travelled with him halfway around the globe to Malaysia. He lost it. Thought they made it in Malaysia. <laughs> it then travelled with <laughs> halfway around the globe to Malaysia. The little midget was so admired that it was decided to produce. Is he talking about the pencil? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not Count von Faber Castell. <laughs> yeah, he was a midget. I was like, this is why I must like the smallest pencil. The little midget was so admired that it was decided to produce a limited edition of fifty in time for Christmas. The pencils had a have a real graphite lead zero point five mil in diameter. But if the owners want to use them for writing, they'll probably need a pair of tweezers. Uh... And then it says about the world's most expensive pencil, but it doesn't tell you how much it costs or anything like that. No. It's just got it's a picture of the end. good faith. Well, I'd pay a lot of money for that. Um, well, going back to the shortest pencil. Yeah. Surely, the more you use it... Any pencil could be the shortest pencil. But, you use the shortest one, it's getting shorter it. and shorter, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> Yeah, like, the more you use it, the smaller it gets, right? It does look like they've just sharpened a pencil right to the end. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I had smaller ones in school when I was trying to... It's like three mil thin, so mm. it's like... Three? It is really small. That is thin, yeah. It's like... That's a big box, isn't it? It looks bigger. Yeah, the picture doesn't really do it. They should put a penny next to it or something. Yeah. That's what you do, isn't it? Or the little midget himself, <laughs> the man who made it, his name is. Camp on Faber, Then, yeah, it just sort of... It doesn't say anything about the... It, it's always a delightful challenge to improve a quality product still further and gain some unique nuances in the process. When gold is alloyed with palladium, the result is white gold. This material receives its full splendour in combination with the natural hue of the pocket pencil. The magnum-sized cap made of solid white gold is crowned by three fine-quality diamonds. These are 0.05 to 0.06 carats in size and unusually brilliant. This was a limited edition of 99 worldwide. It doesn't tell you how much it cost. Yeah, very weird. But then it doesn't tell you how big, how actually big the world's largest pencil is, just how much it weighs. Yeah, that seems like an odd... But, I mean, you know, thanks for that Faber-Castell. Yeah, good pencil chat. Probably the first good pencil chat I've ever had. <laughs> right, we still don't live together, although we are... We're in your house again. Yep, yep, the other studio, which... It's a bit on the skew, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not on the piss. facing my mic properly, which is... Give me a lead some bad audio. Uh, I'll be alright. Yeah, I'm be sure I'll be fine. They'll get over it. Yeah. They've put up with 10 minutes of us talking about fucking Ride the Hell's Best Sex Scene. <laughs> they're, in, they're in for a rocky road. Either way. So it's my week. It I reckon week. you'll have heard about this one. Yeah? Mmm. I do. Um, can I take you back to November 16th, 1966? 66. 66. No one jumps out at me. Okay. England won the World Cup. Was that around 66? It was that year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if you were to take a look at the front cover of the Point Pleasant Register. Point Pleasant. You is would this see. Mothman. It is Mothman. <laughs> I know Mothman. You would see. He's a good guy. That the headline was Couples see man sized bird, creature, something. <laughs> um, so, Mothman is a sort of cryptid humanoid creature he is from Point Pleasant or from (laughs) seen in Point Pleasant which is in West Virginia um, in America Um, it is there's various descriptions of exactly what it looks like but big glowing red eyes on a massive bird is sort of the vibe Um, it's the so the couple who led to that headline 
Well, two young couples, in fact, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Mallette, told police they saw a large grey creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with ten-foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant. During the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke. <laughs> nah, I weren't moth, but I was a fucking heron. <laughs> oh, you know. Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. Oh, shit. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters the descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill, the Sandhill Crane, a large American crane almost as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan featuring circles of reddish colouring around the eyes. What, this is an actual bird? Yep. Wow. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognised at first because it was not native to the region. Well, they said the bird was seven foot tall. Yeah. There's no way there's a bird that big. I think there is. Well, th- apparently this is almost as tall as a man. There's a picture of one there. It doesn't actually look that tall. But no, it doesn't look that tall. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. It's got to be an average size thing here. <laughs> they just look funny. Um, <laughs> description. Grey overall. Sizes vary among the different subspecies. The average height of these birds is around 80 to 136 centimetres, 2 foot 7 to 4 foot 6. Okay, so not 7 foot. No. Uh, Average. Average height. But sometimes they grow to double their size. I mean, I guess so. Mm. Um, The wing cords are typically 41. To, to tails I mean they're pretty big the the average wingspan is 78.7 inches yeah which so is like if it was foot. rearing up and you know like when a swan's being a dick they've yeah. spread their wings yeah, out yeah. they look 10 times bigger typically they're between 1.65 and 2.3 meters so between 5 foot 5 and 7 foot 7 so it would be massive yeah. if they got its wings out yeah exactly um, they form flocks of over 10,000 at a time um and they have oh apparently they have one of the longest fossil histories of any extant bird. Mm. They've been around for ten million years. Yeah, they're doing something right. Wow. They've wow. been around for ten million years, but people still confuse them for cryptids. So it does say that they vary considerably in size. Mm. Um but it doesn't have like the biggest one we've ever seen. No. I mean, I suppose we say for listeners, it looks like an emu, right? It's that vibe. It's like a big body with a long neck. Yeah, yeah. Long neck, long legs, but it's mostly neck. Yeah. Sort of looks like a... When you first said bird, I just imagined a hummingbird, but being seven foot tall. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> a mothra creature, I mean, so... Anyway, this isn't about Sandhill Crane. Well, or is it? Maybe. Yeah, um, maybe it is. Due to the popularity of the Batman TV series at the time... Um, they fancied a spin-off called Mothman. Well, the villain Killer Moth was in the comic book did not appear in the comic in the show the comic book influence of both him and Batman is believed by some to have influenced the coinage of the name Mothman so you, okay so that's just the name but so they, look, this is the thing they do with all the old cases there, where they go 
Oh, there was a thing on at the time about a moth, so it was probably just them. Yeah, thinking, yeah. We just copied the moth on TV, they saw. And then apparently it starts showing up either before or during disasters. Yeah. All over the world as well. I've only heard of Point Pleasant, you know. According to Georgian newspaper Svobdian. Svobodnaya Gruzia. <laughs> Russian ufologists claim that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. Oh, shit. In 2016, WCHS-TV published a photo purported to be of Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2 in Mason County. Science writer Sharon A. Hill proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl carrying a frog or snake away, and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect it is Mothman, as described in legend. Um, so... Before we get onto the analysis bit, do you think that there would be one Mothman cutting about? Um, well, is there just one? Because there's multiple sightings where they seen different Mothmen. Yeah, I mean, you can't have one of something. <clears throat> no, exactly. Unless... Unless it was some sort of, like, freak of nature. Yeah, some weird, like, hybrid... Yeah, well, I was thinking more like, you know, fucking, um, I don't know, Watchmen. The fly. He gets into a teleport of a moth on his shoulder, and it's just a man. It's, um, what's that fucking guy? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Jeff Goldblum, but a a moth instead of a fly. And he's just become this weird cryptid monster that's running around. Yeah, or just a sandhill crane and a moth getting a teleporter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah, he's involved somewhere. Yeah. He rides it into the teleporter. <laughs> like the a moth. moth. Yeah. <laughs> he rides a moth. <laughs> mm. um, and yeah. would it be... I mean, if it's going around foreshadowing disasters. Yeah, I feel like that bit was, you know... Yeah, I mean, that bit... If Mothman exists, that bit can't be true, right? No, exactly. Unless Mothman is, like, an alien. Like, he's a time traveller, and his sin stuff has gone bad, so he's like, I'm going to go there and try and stop it, and he still doesn't stop it, so it's yeah, still bad. and, like, how do you get... How do you get from Boston to Moscow and not get seen anywhere on the way? Yeah, a lot of people would see you flying. you just fly up in the air. Mm. Yeah, not many people in the air. Well, you got to fly up straight and then... Yeah, we just fly overnight, but then it'd take ages. Mm. But then he's like, what? he's got laser beam eyes, isn't he? Well, they just glow. And then he's got laser beam eyes. Because yeah. then he'd be, I think he'd be more of a problem. <laughs> you could do a lot more damage with him. Yeah, man. You yeah. Know, fucking laser beam eyes coming out. And I suppose that's like a whole other thing into the teleporter, right? There's Jeff Goldblum and Moth and a torch. They've all merged together. It's got a very strange message. Yeah, you put a strange face on when you read it. Hi, Marco. Could you please send me the reference material from last week's meeting? I will be very grateful. Have you got a meeting? Are you Marco? It's from a plus six six number. And don't respond, because they'll probably take all your money. Oh, yeah, I believe yeah, it. Gonna take all my money. <laughs> I believe it. How odd. Yeah. There's <laughs> an odd entrapment scam as well. Do you reckon it goes like, oh, I can't do it, why don't you give me your email? I'm yeah, anyway. maybe. I don't want to test it. But, um, but I mean, it was an attractive young Asian female. Yeah. Which you kind of, normally the scam is like, hey, do you want to do some fucking or something? Like, they don't go straight to like, 
We was at a board meeting last night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would you want to do some fucking... Yeah, that's what the scam's like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such an odd... Like, you'd look at that and go straight away like, I know I wasn't in the board meeting with this person last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's brave. It's an odd scam. It's a very odd scam. But maybe you just need to reply. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there was, like, hoaxes afterwards, obviously. Yeah. People... Pop. Not during. People like getting big red balloons and like <laughs> lighting them up and stuff. Tied flashlights to helium balloons. Um, some people say that it was just a barn owl. Yeah. And the red eye is from like them putting a flashlight on it. Okay. Yeah, that's like bounced back at a weird angle or whatever. Um, but it also apparently lines up with um, some like folklore. So uh, folklorist jo- ja- Jan Harold Bronvand notes that Mothman has been widely covered in the popular press, some claiming sightings connected with UFOs and others claiming that a military storage site was Mothman's home. <laughs> Bronvand notes that recount Brumvan notes that recountings of the 1966-67 Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw Mothman, with many more afraid to report their sightings. But what, you just assumed there was more people that were afraid? <laughs> but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books, or sensationalised or undocumented accounts that failed to quote identifiable persons. Brumvan found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folktales suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and become woven with existing folklore. He also records anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. (coughs) (coughs) Practice safe sex. I was going to say, presumably, like, teenagers making out. He's like, stop that right now! Oh, I'm I'm on the way to Moscow, but I'll just hit make out point first. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. Life will not find a way! (laughs) Shaking their car. (laughs) Not in my town, for God's sake. (laughs) Um, uh, there's a bit about hoaxes uh, according to University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017 published on the website of self-described 14 researcher Lon Strickler are a selective sample <laughs> Gallo explains that he's not sample, s- sampling he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman He's just counting the number of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting. People more likely to visit a paranormal-centric website like Strickler's might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore ex- witness the existence of a moth <coughs> and a mothman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you're going, tell me when you saw Mothman. That's not the like. It's probably not the right way to go about it, is it? No. They've got a festival for Mothman. Yeah, it's very big in that town now. Yeah, ten to 12,000 people a year attend. Does he ever turn up? Do a speech? There's a 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the creature. Yeah, I've seen that. That's cool. Uh, and there's the Mothman Museum and Research Centre, which opened in 2005. Why are they researching? Mothman. Was there any evidence? Was there, like, did he leave a, well, that's the thing. a moth there's... wing at the scene of the crime? From what I can see, there is no evidence at all no like no evidence no one's ever taken a... actually well I haven't seen this photo this person's supposedly taken okay 
um, some dude apparently saw a photo of him uh, on Route 2 in Mason County. So maybe Route 2 Mothman pick. Route 2 Mothman. There's a classic one. That oh, I'm... okay. Okay, let's see yours and I'll show you mine. Uh, there's mine. <laughs> I think that's the same one as mine. It's sort of flying. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. So it's not quite what I was expecting. So my first impression when I saw this was someone has an action figure, they've chucked that out of their window and taken a picture. Yeah, it has got a bit of vibe of that. I don't like the legs. There's a big rigidity to this photo. It does yeah. not look alive and flying. No, and it's just got two, like, normal human or action man legs. Mm. I mean, it's definitely like a Buzz Lightyear, like, falling with style sort yeah. of vibe. <laughs> He's not gracefully flying. Oh, well, there's more photos. There's actually three. And there's definitely birds in this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Same photo, yeah. yeah it's definitely I mean, birds, it's... yeah. Yeah, I mean, two of them are definitely birds. <laughs> One's an action figure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, almost certainly. But it doesn't look that bad. Which one? Oh, it's probably just go home and have some tea <laughs> um, yeah I mean it's not great the statue's cool yeah the statue's cool but I mean it doesn't look like that does it like, no no like that picture we saw no that's a good statue it's creepy I mean it would be absolutely terrifying and then you what? actually saw that because it doesn't really look like a moth does it it's not it's a moth on two legs sort of yeah but then it seems like a very cool case of Chinese whispers. They're definitely, yeah. It could easily be an alien, though. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah. But then, like a stranded, he's crashed. He's just chilling, and because it's only been around for it's not like it's been around for hundreds and hundreds of yeah. years. Well, like it did seem like there was a span. sixty years. Yeah. yeah. Well, like he wasn't even like didn't even have like a sixty year. No, it was just like around that time, loads of people saw him, and then. <clears throat> Mm. Some well, sixty people said they saw him in twenty seventeen yeah. in Chicago, and then yeah, yeah thirty years later, Moscow. Mm. Well, you know, it's... but yeah, like the first claim, like there's like way more people. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like I mean, there's definitely a narrative in there of like that an alien could have crashed. Yeah. Everyone saw him in this town while he got his shit together, and yeah. then he finally made a thing to escape, and then was gone again. And yeah, and then, he then they never off. saw him. He district nine his way out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, not spoilers. He didn't get out. What in district nine? No. I oh, know he stays behind. Doesn't he? he like he tries to steal a spaceship. Literally flies it for two seconds and goes, I can't fly a spaceship. I'm a, I'm a human. I've never flown a spaceship. And then just crashes and they catch him. And the alien, the alien gets home. No oh, problem. maybe the alien gets home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the South African dude who turns into an alien. Vickers yeah. van der Meer. Yeah. I don't know why I remember his name. Oh, so How does he get home? Does he make his own spaceship? I thought he used that spaceship. Maybe. But I thought the South African tried to fly it and realised he couldn't fly a spaceship. I don't know. Was it like a mech? Does he get in a mech? Who? South African? Yeah. You think of Elysium, the, the other <laughs> film he was in. He was in two films. Well, he was in three. He was in the Old Boy remake. I know which I have seen. Who's he in that? He was like the main bad guy. Oh, was he? Yeah. 
Pretty sure it was the same guy. Yeah. Remake's not a touch no. on the original. I haven't seen the original. I didn't even watch the original. No, that's much I've heard better. it's a classic. It's a lot more like the hammer fight in the new one. Yeah. He's, he's, he's too good. I mean, <laughs> I know like you would mess someone up with a hammer. Mm. But when there's like 20 dudes, you're still going to be on the back foot a little bit, aren't you? Like, you know, you yeah. want a time with a hammer. Mm. But Josh Brolin just... Is it Josh Brolin? Or the Sounds other familiar. one? The new one, yeah. The Hollywood. Remake. Yeah. Yeah. But there's another bloke who's just like Josh Brolin. Mm. I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, maybe it's not Josh Brolin. I think it might be. We'll be back to our old segment if we try to remember actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, old boy. <laughs> oh, no spoilers. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the original? Yeah. Should I watch the original? Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. I think it's better. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same. It's just... Yeah. The the, the hammer fight's a lot better. I mean, not a video game podcast, but do you see the, the game that came out quite recently that was sort of... What? But it's an old boy. Well, it's like um, that sort of martial arts fighting. Mm-hmm. And every time you die, you age up a year. Right. Until you're like 70 years old. Right. <laughs> but there is like a scene that is literally the old boy like corridor scene. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the exact same scene. Oh, but it cool. seems really cool, yeah. yeah. It's a very cool premise. But no, I haven't seen that No. Stofu, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That's probably how you pronounce it. I'm sure I'm not mispronouncing yeah. anything. Is it Japanese? Uh, I don't think so. It seemed Western, but... Oh, I could be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, Mothman, benevolent alien or cryptid or supernatural being. So was he benevolent? Did he? Could we talk about omens here? Well, Did... I guess so. If he's turning up, put a bomb in. Mm. Turning up at a bridge collapse. Yeah. But he's just turning up like, well, before the bombing. Yeah. I think maybe before the bridge collapse or as the bridge collapse. So what would you be your opinion on that? Well, it's... I mean, if we're going on collapse and then anything it rise to the legend connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse. Oh, it was just like the same time. It was a month before. Oh, so, yeah, I think what, what happened was there was like lots of mass sightings over a period of a month yeah. and then a bad thing happened yeah. and then six years later or fucking 20 yeah. years later whatever it was there was another load of sightings and another bad thing happened I mean if it's if it's a supernatural creature then fuck knows maybe <laughs> why not mm. um, it does make it seem a bit less likely though I'd yeah. be more inclined to believe it if it was it just was there. Clusters of sightings around the world. Yeah. I'd be up for that. Well, I think I'd be more in belief of, like, just in that one area. Like, it was just a stranded fucking whatever. Yeah, because would you just fly around the world? Yeah, exactly. If you were... If you were well, I don't know. No, it, you wouldn't. You'd, you'd be, were... like, trying to, like, hide out of the way and be like, well, I'm going to stay in this little point pleasant place. And Would you, though? And hope no one sees me. What if you needed something and couldn't get there? Yeah, maybe. You had to go to Moscow for the certain part for his Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, exactly. but like, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I or, think Yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? Because mm. if I crash landed on a planet where presumably I'm of higher intelligence. Yeah. Which I suppose you'd have to be to crash land here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you flew from the moon. <laughs> well, even then, you're there and yeah. we don't fucking know about it. Yeah. He's in that obelisk that was on the moon. Yeah. Um, that was him. So he flies down. I fly down and I crash, and then do I stay put and try and fix the ship? Do I walk? Do I go? Well, I'm fucked. So I'll just explore. I don't know. 
there's a lot of video games where like you will crash land on a spaceship and it's like we'll fix your spaceship and you're like yeah how do I fix it do that and then yeah. find that to do that and then find that mm. to do that and that to do that and that to do that and then you're playing No Man's Sky yeah boring but that like yeah <laughs> 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 like, what else you do right you just go well now I'm an Earthian I'm going to live on Earth but you can't see Earthian yeah <laughs> that's what they call us yeah because you look like a moth <laughs> yeah exactly so you're like I'm just going to have to live in the woods forever yeah, obviously your thing is fix the spaceship and leave again yeah that's true because otherwise you just yeah you'd be either turn into a ball of yeah <laughs> and Energy. explode yeah. and kill everyone in a yeah. storm of stone soldiers yeah like the previous episode or you fuck off as quickly as possible yeah or you fix the spaceship and go yeah I mean they're all perfect they're all very possible <laughs> <laughs> or you bugger about for a while <laughs> predict an explosion then a a yeah, and then, then go, but then uh, that's unless he's doing them. What do you reckon? Is he cuts a couple of cords oh, on the I, bridge? I need this perfectly straight bit of pipe, and then I can get it from. Is this bridge? And he exactly, pulls yeah. it out, and then the bridge collapses. And I need a big. I need, I need <laughs> ten doors that families have used. So let's go to this apartment building in Moscow and I'll blow it up to hide that ten of the doors have gone. Yeah, smart. And they may be. Yeah. Maybe. Clever. He's a clever man, the Mothman. But then is that something, some weird Russian government thing where they blow up the apartment building and go, uh, Mothman. <laughs> that's that's bad enough to be Russia, <laughs> Like, that's the sort of thing they would do. <laughs> Let's make it some American thing. Everyone will believe <laughs> Mothman. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They love mm. Mothman. <laughs> Those Americans. I think... But I mean, that is like a classic red herring, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. Like if you've done a bad thing, and then went, oh, it was Mothman. People go, oh, well, this is clearly fake. Nothing happened, and they just like stop looking into it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you give them an official explanation that's so mental. Yeah. Like, if you do it in such a way where they, they think they've found out these secret documents that you've leaked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've found some leaked documents, they scan for it and they go, Mothman, oh, fuck this, and they just give up altogether. Yeah, or they go, well, we know it's a cover-up, and then they're <laughs> just satisfied knowing that, maybe. Yeah, or, like, the fact that they have to, like, tell all the, you know, the people that follow them in their blog posts, I found out the real person was Mothman. They yeah, look like, fuck yeah. off, pussy. You chatting shit. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, it... I found, I'd, I'd done some data mining and I found a secret document and it was Mothman. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah make it a really fringe idea to just cut yeah. down the interest massively. So people who believe in Mothman look like a fucking idiot because no yeah. one else believes him. Or everyone else just goes, oh, I'm not going to look any further. Mm. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> perfectly possible. That's a good idea by Russia. Yeah. Maybe that's what those, the Medusa soldier thing was. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But we've already scored that, so we're not going back. <laughs> it's not an episode. Would you, if you had the power, so say you did go to an alien planet, right? Mm-hmm. And you were of higher intelligence. And maybe you could time travel, in a way. That would be sad, wouldn't it? Or... If I turned up on a planet and everyone was dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> or like... You could just watch them building that bridge and you knew it was going to collapse one day. Yeah. And they're just not thinking about it. Would you, like, show up and be like, oh, get away? And they're like, it's screaming. It's going to kill us. <laughs> Quick, drive over this bridge we just built. <laughs> and then it collapses. Everyone, get to the bridge. <laughs> it's our safest option. <laughs> <laughs> it can't fly, so we're fine. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, would you? Yeah, would you try and be benevolent if you could? Would you like Doctor Who your way around the planet? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because because I feel like people of lesser intelligence. It's sort of like if you travel back to the past, would you try and say this sort of stuff? Because they'd go, "Oh, he's clearly a heretic. Kill him." Well, they think I you're mean, a slight against God. If they've got that concept going, yeah. But if you turn up on a random planet, you know nothing about. Would you think maybe they're just going to think I'm a mental, you know what I mean? And yeah, kill me for if, weird religious reasons. You'd be like, all right, put me in prison for six months and yeah. I'll predict everything. Like in Death Note, where Light goes, <laughs> all right, I'll prove I'm not him, put me in jail. Yeah, yeah. And then he just works out a way of doing it anyway. Because didn't he like give up the Death Note or something? Yeah, he gives it, up, he gives it to Misa. Yeah. And buries it and whatever, so he forgets. <clears throat> and then... But his plan was to become a detective. Yeah. And then get it back somehow and then remember everything. Eventually. Yeah, he's got it on the watch. Yeah, that's what I'd do. I can't yeah. remember why he opens the watch. I think he finds the death note and it says to... He's in the helicopter. No, because he'd get it back as soon as he touches it. That, yeah. Because it's a bit of paper in the death note. Yeah, but I thought he had the death note and he was looking through it in the helicopter. Oh, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. And then, he'd, why did, what's about I think with that's... the watch then? I don't know. Is that when he writes Elle's name on the bit in the watch? But surely he's writing the death note if you have it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like clicking. Odd. Isn't he like, I always click my watch three times when I'm nervous. <laughs> or something like that, I swear. When he knew he'd be so nervous, he clicked it three times and would get the death note back. Yeah? That's, no, I don't. No, that's not it. That no, would be way too no, late. Yeah. I thought it was like he knew he'd solve it, catch the guy, and then him and Elle would get access to the death note, and then eventually he would touch it again because... Yeah, because the other guy catch the guy. It's, it's like just that some random guy, tycoon, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's like the... that whole business group. Yeah, and they like put a board meeting to who they're going to kill next. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah, I like that. What yeah. is that called? That company, that whole saga, the Yotsuba saga, or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm. It's quite a good film, actually. Like that. It's called Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it just kind of starts and they're all like stood in a circle all these people mm-hmm. and you kind of work out the premise is essentially they were, it's like an alien thing they got kidnapped and mm-hmm. they slowly work out that like every minute someone dies <laughs> they you... slowly work that out <laughs> yeah well the... after two minutes <laughs> <laughs> well <Yeah. Shit. laughs> on the dot <laughs> but they realise they can vote for who's going to die next alright so the whole thing was just a democracy of like who do we take out first? Do we kill the old people? Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, well, that's harsh, but... And then is one of them an alien the whole time? No, but it is a good twist ending. Oh, yeah. 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 Are they all on a game show? No, like, one guy just seems cool the whole time, and there's, like, a pregnant lady, right. and he's sort of like, we need oh, to get... does the... he go with the baby? <laughs> well, no, he's like, the whole time, he's like, we need to get a pregnant lady to be the winner. Yeah. And then he seems like he's quite genuine, but then he realises when it's just him and the pregnant lady, he votes her out, and... Why didn't she just vote for him? Yeah, I can't remember why it's like a weird... There's two of her. Yeah. Well, that is the worst. That's like how it ends. Oh. Then he just goes, I'm not the last one. Oh, yeah, the baby. And he has to kill the baby <laughs> in the womb. <laughs> and wow. vote for the killing the baby in the womb. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that sounds quite good. Yeah, like just the democracy of like, what would you even like... Oh, Do you, know, you go kill old the people old people first? first? You, you'd hope some people would step up and be like, well, I'll go. Yeah. But then if everyone's going to die except one person, I mean... Exactly. Well, that's the whole thing. It almost thing. doesn't matter. It's just decide who survives yeah. or... But that's how he gets it. He's like, we need to go for the pregnant lady. So he gets the in. Oh, so everyone right, yeah. starts like, we need to keep him and the pregnant lady. Yeah, yeah. He's 
backing her first, mm-hmm. but that was his whole game. Yeah. yeah, good game. Yeah, smart. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, it's a real wanker's trick. Did you ever see that? Was it called Split or Steal? Was it Golden Balls? Oh, Golden Balls, where yeah, they yeah, split yeah, or yeah. steal it at the yeah. end. Oh, yeah. what a game show! I've only seen that one famous clip. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he's like, "I promise you, I'm gonna split it with you." Well, no, I think he said, "I promise, gonna steal." Oh, I don't, maybe I'm thinking of a different clip. Yeah. So does he steal it? So what is the concept of the show? If they both choose split, they both get to split it. Right, but if one chooses steal and one chooses split, if they both choose steal, they neither of them get it. Yeah. And if one of them chooses steal, one chooses split, the stealer gets it. Yeah. So he was like, "I'm gonna pick steal, no matter mm-hmm. what you pick." Mm-hmm. And I promise you, after this show, I will give half of you the money in the bank account. Right. And obviously, the guy's like, "We can't promise, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, to do yeah. the show." Yeah. He's like, "I know, I know, I know," but. If you pick split, mm-hmm. you're going to lose the money no matter what. Yeah. If you pick steal, then I don't get the money, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one gets the money. Yeah. So it's like, you have to trust me <laughs> and pick split and I'll give it to you afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy picks split. Yeah. Then the other guy picks split. Yeah. He's like, let's split it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it works. Lovely. That all works out great. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the worst, man. Can you imagine, like, just you've got like 100 grand or 50 grand each between you and a stranger yeah. and they just go yeah and just take it yeah I know you just, because there's nothing you can do yeah and it's a bit on telly <laughs> like if they turned up murdered it would probably be you <laughs> <laughs> they would know I mean it's not, yeah, you'd be so you'd be like you fucking yeah I know but that's the worst thing about it and it like you'd just be like I have to steal because they're gonna yeah, yeah. steal it from me. Yeah. I can't. I can't face that. Like you think they're cool and then they're killing the baby. Yeah, exactly. And then they kill the baby. Man, people are complicated, aren't they? People suck. Humanity. Mm. What a ride! <laughs> Especially Mothman. He's a dick. Well, yeah. So do you think? So he's saving us? No, he's not. He's not actually. I saving don't know. Us. He just turns up when things are bad, which is sort of pointless, really, isn't it? Mm. He shows up. Then about a month later, something bad happens. Yeah. So what, which has no correlation to like where he is. seem to. Apart from it's in the local area. Yeah. It's not like he's like uh, doing laps of that bridge. I feel like the Moscow one is just kind of tacked on. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so like, if you think about the bridge one, right, I feel like people just saw Mothman and then a bridge fell down. Yeah, I'm really and after the fact. When, yeah, I'm not oh, saying any correlation. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure most of it was after the fact. Like, yeah, putting it all together. It's probably one of the things you'd look into and go, "Oh, it's two years later." But because I mean, generally, I was you know the paper like after a while, they'd be like, "All right, we're not publishing another Mothman sighting." Like, if people are seeing it loads, like yeah, hundreds of people over a month say or whatever. Mm. After like the tenth story. And be like, right, get us a photo or we're not... Yeah, we, can, we need to... We're not printing your name, a different mate. angle on this. Yeah. We can't just keep doing it. And I think... So 66, 67, that sort of time. So, like... Mm. There were cameras about, weren't there? Yeah, like there was. consumer cameras? Yeah. It wasn't like... But it's not like this day and age where everyone has a camera. Well, so no. I suppose there is a bit of margin of error, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you think... I mean, well... Do you think a cryptid could exist now? But people mm. still say they do. Yeah, I know. It just seems do. so much more unlikely, doesn't it? Like, because you just film it. Mm. You would just film it straight yeah. away. Yeah. That'd be that. There'd just be, 
Yeah, there'd be a lot more videos on there. Yeah. You'd have... I mean, fucking crowds of people going somewhere because there's a Pokemon Go event or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's a fucking Mothman going around. Be on but, TikTok and bloody... Yeah. Snap... Snapcats. And <laughs> <laughs> it's be bloody everywhere. Mm. But I suppose... Um, there's that UFO story I told on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. And I essentially, for the listeners, I saw a UFO mm-hmm. until it got closer and closer and then it turned out to be a tractor. Yeah. But there was a moment where I genuinely, 100%, believed that was a UFO yeah. and aliens were coming. And not once did I think to get on my phone and take a picture. Because my mind was being yeah. fucking blown, right? Like, my head was genuinely so fast <laughs> with like fuck me like where are these from where are they going like you know what is life on other planets I know you said you were just standing and like in awe yeah was it was like what do I do if it gets out going through your mind at all no not really it was genuine like fuck me this is real like this is real aliens are real what would you do if you were like first contact what would I say to it you don't have to say anything I suppose it just a a grey appears in front of you so well, like the it lands and it comes down, yeah, and it walks up to me. Yeah, its little platform, its little drawbridge yeah. comes out, and it walks down, just like stands in front of you. I mean, neutral. Establish if it knows English, because I'd go hello, <laughs> probably. <laughs> what if it went bonjour? <laughs> I'd say fuck. Oh, I don't know shit. French. <laughs> Je ne pas. Sacré bleu. <laughs> um, you just. Wave. Oh, I do that like really obnoxious thing that English people do when they go abroad and go, English, do you speak English? <laughs> I genuinely think that would be the first thing I do to it. <laughs> and then it gets a gun out. I, I, look, man, come on, I'm cool. And it like looks really offended when you put your hands up. It goes, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. like it, it's sick when Is you it put your hands French? up. Is it still French? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then it shoots you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are they doing for them? You shot me. Yeah. <laughs> Bleed out and die. Shoots you. <laughs> Would you rather get killed by an alien or like auto- not autopsied, like probed and sent back? Oh, I'd rather get probed and sent back, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd never be able to tell anyone. I've got a Would you try and tell people? Yeah, probably. Do you think you'd like come back and be like, people like, where have you been? Yeah. Well, I got. Abducted by aliens. <laughs> I'm like, are you saying like because they wouldn't believe me or because I'd be ashamed that I was probed? Oh, because they wouldn't believe you to yeah, make yeah, you not yeah. sound insane. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, if it happened to you, you would believe it entirely. Like, there's yeah. nothing anyone could do to stop you. Well, I feel like believing I'd, it, I'd probably doubt it in my head a bit. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. I'd probably like go through like. What if you still had a sore ass? <laughs> <laughs> what have I eaten though? If I had Domino's the previous night, ago, it could have been that. No, you come back, you're like two stone lighter, right? And your ass it really hurts. I can't get great. And it's been a week. <laughs> I'm trying to lose some weight. This is perfect. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, it'd be like psychotherapy, fucking loads of the test. I'd be like, I want to find out if you know. Yeah. Would you do the like the do like hypnosis, don't they? Hypnotherapy, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I want to see if I really do believe this. And there'd be a lot of doubt on myself. Like, I don't fucking know if this is true. But then if they go, yeah, you believe it. Yeah, exactly. Well then, yeah. Well, I'd tell my story. I'd get on Oprah. He'd get in touch with Lazar. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Corbell. 
Well, I feel like the only way I could prove it is through like the. You've got to go on Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> like the um, the anal probing, like it left some like very weird scars on my arsehole. Well, that I think that's ideal. So if like Oprah was like, "Look, I don't believe it," like, "Well, how do you explain this?" And I have to like, get my ass out. <laughs> There was like the nuclear, like if you put a compass in my ass, it changes direction. The producers are like, why did you never said he had Scott? <laughs> or, they, or they know and they're like, Oprah, whatever you do, don't ask him how we can prove it. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to prove it, Oprah? Like, no, no, don't prove it. Don't no, prove it tell, tell, we've got an artist impression we'll put up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen the thing of like trees with like nuclear radiation and like they think a saucer's is landing on their trees? It will grow like more rings or like thicker around the sides. Right. If I had more rings, <laughs> it was like thicker in one direction. <coughs> so look, the nuclear radiation coming from this direction. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that would be something else. Or like if it just glowed. <laughs> when I opened it, a white light come out, <laughs> like shot in the face. Um. Well, I think you'd be like the most famous person on earth. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? And then maybe you'd have more of a platform to tell your story. Would you believe it? If, if you told me... No, no, if I went on Oprah and she was like, can you prove it? I shoo my ass. a light come out. And she looked at the camera, it was all glassy eyes, and was like, it's true. And like one tear come down. <laughs> and then they just cut the show. <laughs> Would you believe it? The thing is, <laughs> and it pains me to say it, but you need to see like a full 360 view of you. <laughs> To show that there's not like wires or anything, <laughs> it, it has to get quite visceral. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. well, yeah, you just shoved a torch up your ass yeah. while it was on. Yeah, It'd be pretty <laughs> impressive. No, it's true. A single tear running down her eye. <laughs> it's true. He can fit a torch up his ass. <laughs> I've I've seen it. I've seen the light. <laughs> I don't think it's how I. I mean, it's, ideally, that's not how you have to prove it. No. But that would be the government cover-up, wouldn't it? He just had a torch up his ass. <laughs> I'd have to go like do a PSA announcement on TV and go, it wasn't real, it was just a torch. You'd have to Look. show a torch on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. Look, it's still got loads of shit on. <laughs> this is the torch I used. <laughs> Why'd you go on Oprah as well? Oh, no. We don't really have an equivalent. Loose women? <laughs> the Graham Norton show. Yeah. He's alright. Isn't Oprah like serious though? I think so. I know what the loose women would do. I think they'd just berate me, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't think you'd get on with the loose women. Nah. I don't think they'd like me. I don't think I would. I don't know if anyone does. They don't like each other, it seems. No, I don't think they do. Nah. I don't think those loose old women do. <laughs> <laughs> um... What are we on? 55. You want to score him? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. So, yeah. Is Mothman benevolent? <laughs> <laughs> well, weirdness and or interestingness. Yeah. So, um, pitch me your Mothman. My what, Mothman. What do you think he is? Do you think he's alien? Do you think he's Jeff Goldblum in a machine? <laughs> I get... Oh. Or do you think it's cryptid, something that's been born on this earth? See, that seems the most unlikely. Yeah. For me. Um, mm. How do you feel like nuclear radiated, like Dr. Manhattan? That just doesn't work. It just gives you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he was just cancer. You just die. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
in a really horrible way. Yeah, slowly and painfully. Yeah. Or really quickly yeah, and painfully. Yeah, like Chernobyl when you turn yeah. into a puddle. I mean, I don't think I don't know if anyone turned into a puddle, did they? Uh, was that the thing? <laughs> was but, that the thing? I think that was like a Phil Wang joke from Bud Pod, where like oh. everyone was like on Twitter going, "Can you believe a dog died?" And he's like, "There was literally a man who got turned into a puddle," <laughs> <laughs> and you're crying about a dog that died. <laughs> um, I think Alien has got to be the most yeah, likely. What crash landed? Yeah, stranded and. Could easily be like a bloke in a flight suit or a humanoid alien in like some weird flight suit. So you're trying to pitch me this is just a bloke in a flight suit? No, like a weird flight suit. Okay, right, right. Alien. That looks like a mothman. He's a tall he's a tall alien, yeah. but he has like a wingsuit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can propel him as well. It's about. an astronaut suit which has flying capabilities. Yeah, why wouldn't you have that if you go into a planet with a thick enough atmosphere to fly on? Exactly, yeah. You'd know that before you got there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, actually, he'd probably save us a bunch of fuel. Yeah, we'll just bring like, a wingsuit. Yeah, fly about. Yeah. Seems legit. Yeah, I mean, jetpacks haven't really been great, it seems. Are, Maybe, like, they wings. They are about, aren't they? Mm. Like, there are jetpacks, but... <laughs> man, they just... What... Anyone who thinks that we're going to be going around on jetpacks one day, like yeah, as, not a, as a human race, is that's mental. Yeah. Think of the air traffic control that would have to happen <laughs> if there's just people buzzing about everywhere. But there's the so accidents. like you couldn't crash a jet a jetpack or you would die. <clears throat> yeah. Or, that's the thing. They're just rockets. Yeah. You can't slow it down or like just hover. You just like a well, no, like. if it's like liquid fuel, yeah, you could yeah. you could control it, but it it's not stable. It's not stable. I mean, not imagine the like test you'd have to do. Yeah, what would that be? It'd be stable, but not at like fifty foot. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, it'd just be like you get you just have to fly like a foot off the ground slowly mm. with like a governor on. But, like surely, like what's the Spider Man man, the Vulture? Yeah, is that more like? Does that make more sense than a jetpack? There must be. He's like... got like rotor blades in it, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he does, doesn't mm. he? Yeah, it's not just big wings. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a mm. flightsman. But he also uses alien tech to right. make a suit. Yeah. Which includes a, a, an energy source. So it's powered. Mm. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah. So. I mean, maybe. So that bit's all believable, but like, what do you reckon the dimensions of a big wing to lift off a seven foot person? That's been well, massive. And gliders work. A lot. Yeah. They glide and lift. Yeah, but you should capture the. I mean, the, yeah, the flapping. Yeah. That's a lot of energy. It's a lot of flapping. That's a lot but of But if you're talking like coming from a spaceship, I suppose, like infinite flaps. <laughs> <laughs> like if you've got zero G technology that can. to different solar systems, you've got quick flaps. Yeah, I mean, even. You've, well, I suppose you wouldn't need flaps at that point. No, I suppose if you could like zero, you know, if you could get if it's the equivalent of like your car, yeah, is that the equivalent of one of those like monocycles, where it's like, well, all the tech's in there. Yeah, sure, it's not the whole thing, but mm. you just sit on this thing and it bazzes you about. <laughs> yeah, you put it in a wingsuit and then make it look like you're flying. Yeah, maybe that's the plan. It's the wings are just disguising. Well, like glide. I suppose if you are like. UFO tech and was like anti-gravity yeah maybe it was a bit like you zero gravity and then just hover and glide everywhere with no yeah. gravity be quiet as well yeah if you could just that would be pretty cool though like zero gravity just gliding around yeah 
Yeah, it would be sick. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd do it. It makes sense. I mean, actually, I wouldn't because I'm scared of heights. <laughs> and I suppose in that, you would look like an action figure, just <laughs> motionless. Yeah, you would just Zero sit there and air. float about, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like an action figure. Yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> it all makes sense now. So, yeah, weird is under interesting. Yeah, it's weird and interesting, I think. Um, There's not enough details to give it too high, I don't think. No, I think that's fair. How do you feel like a seven? I'll take seven. Yeah, I think yeah. seven's good. I like I like the concept, I like the dudes, but it just doesn't do anything. It's just sort of... People just see him in the woods with some like, laser eyes. Yeah. I feel like I did hear a story where like he chased a car at 40 miles an hour. Yeah. He was like flying alongside them. Yeah. They couldn't escape, which I thought was pretty cool. He's just but... harassing kids at make-out point. Yeah, he was like, stop having sex yeah. here. <laughs> this is my house. He's like, fucking use Johnny's getting thrown out the window. <laughs> He's like, get out of here. How dare you do that in my house? <laughs> that I pay for under my roof. <laughs> um, so then it's believability. Ooh. It's definitely not zero mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to give it a two can you make a case for a two I'm on the fence for a two but um, definitely leaning towards one I, I mean it's hard to make a case yeah because there's no evidence apart from that yeah. photo I like a lot of people saw him how do you feel like mass hysteria I don't know if we should get into mass hysteria this late in the show <laughs> a yeah. crazy I don't concept. know I'm sure it's a thing but yeah a psychological phenomenon but it should have done what they got the kids in Zimbabwe to do and all draw it all draw it and see if it's the same all draw it is there a Mothman drawing I mean there's gotta be yeah someone will have done one like quick maybe this could be a on deviant art or something (laughs) well I mean like from the people who are there (laughs) yeah I know but I bet you'll find like fan art yeah this is all fan art I did not think this far ahead so that fact alone is giving it a one (laughs) <laughs> no one drew it as they saw it. You want like you know like the no one, one sketched it as it flew past. No, you want like a really bad drawing of someone who like clearly can't draw but yeah. saw it and went, "Well, I've done my best." Yeah. So yeah, I've been one. Okay, there's fair nothing enough. to really go on. Um, weirdness and are interesting this time's believability to the power of the movie factor, the Hollywood factor. Did you think of the Hollywood factor? 1966. It comes up on the screen. <laughs> So is this a pitch meeting? Have I got to be the board of directors? Here? Yeah, we're much like the start of The Shining. We're looking down at like a curvy road going yeah. up a mountain. And there's just one car going up. We just see headlights really illuminating okay. the road. And we're flying above it. And then you see another angle where we're flying behind it, sort of following up the mountain while it's curving up. But then suddenly the camera flies off and hides and we like realise that we're moth. looking through the eyes of something like a moth and then it's like classic like predator like red <laughs> and then the cars on make out point <clears throat> like oh Josh stop it <laughs> I don't know why you're I'm involved now I'm part of the I'm part of this movie <laughs> I'm supposed to do an American accent and well. also a bit rapey by the sounds of things <laughs> she's telling me to stop <laughs> shut up you bitch <laughs> give it up you bitch <laughs> Take off that pants or Mothman's gonna come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Mothman doesn't exist, silly. He's got, he doesn't harass kids on make up point. <laughs> anyway, fuck it. Let's do it, I'm ready. <laughs> the, the door, the ceiling of the ceiling, roof of the car yeah, crushes yeah. in. She gets brained. It Whoa. crushes down and like, she's like, <laughs> like the head between a, a big crushed bit of car roof. 
that impaled her a bit. She's like d- d- fitting out, like dying up against the I'm window. I'm feeling this is going to be an R-rated movie. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Gets on the old stick shift, but he can't quite get it. And he goes, oh, damn, I wish I'd never bought this stupid car. I wish I'd come out here to rape all these women. <laughs> and then he, he decides to like get out and run. And he's running. <sighs> and you, we watch him from the front running, and the camera's running with him. And then you just see like a silhouette behind of like red eyes. <laughs> Silence, and you just you hear him run, go, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Mothman gets close and close, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Mothman grabs him. <laughs> he goes, ah! and then he, it, like, we freeze frame on the guy going, ah! and then Mothman like looking real cool, and like then he winks at the camera during the freeze frame, goes, yeah. ding, yeah. and then a great beam of white light comes out, <laughs> and then it says Mothman. Uh, assault on Makeout Point. <laughs> Coming to theatres soon. So it's the whole film him just killing teenagers at Makeout Point. Yeah, because it's not so much an omen of doom. It is. It's a slasher is, film. It is the doom. Yeah, it's a slasher film. Okay. No, and then they're researching it and they're looking through like microfiche in the library on those weird little <laughs> things. And they're like, look, every time the when the town flooded in 1843, when the look the Salem witch trials. Every there's, omen was there's him. always a moth man. <laughs> there's always a child that's been killed from a car <laughs> crashed into their brain. <laughs> Everywhere there's weird? kids exploring each other's bodies. There's <laughs> always a moth man. Every time a teenager kisses. And then, ah, ha, ha, I've got it. Right, right, right. Moth man. In mm. Assault on Makeup Point. In cinemas near you. Brought to you. By the Abstinence Council. Whoa. It's, it's a an, religious. It's an anti-sex film. film. <laughs> yeah. To stop kids. It's to combat teenage pregnancy. <laughs> it's come from another planet. From the, from <laughs> the, to stop you having sex. Brought to you by the ATPA. The Anti-Teenage Pregnancy Alliance. Do you think that's the form God would send down? A Mothman <laughs> to stop kids fucking? I mean... Angel. I was going to say, like, Gabriel. Apparently... I don't know how true this is. Actually, I, I might not even go into it because it might be totally wrong. Okay, and you're going to make yourself a Like, how much do they podcast. describe what an angel looks like? Yeah, I feel like it is debated amongst religious people. So, it if it's Mothman, human with wings... Yeah. Maybe he was a fallen angel. He couldn't get his maybe wings he's to work. Satan. <gasps> maybe. Satan. Is this a plot point in the film? It's devil, yeah. I think yeah, that would. Yeah. It's, it's that sort of. Well, that was implied. <laughs> that's the sort of level we're working with it. That no, sort of devil budget. Wants people to fuck, where they right? go, where they're looking, they eventually look through some old spell book and like. <laughs> no, they're, maybe not quite like they're that. They're researching but. through the library. And one guy goes, oh, "I found something in this book, and it's the Holy Bible." And they go, <laughs> "Oh shit!" <laughs> Let's get Father Gregory on it. Oh, I've read this book once. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, and he like. They go, they go to a swamp, and then um, there's like an old hut on the swamp, on the bayou, and then there's like this old fella sitting on the porch, like smoking a pipe on a rocking chair. And they go, Are you Father Gregory? We come to talk to you about Mothman. He goes, Mothman? I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he like looks up, and they go, he's, he's taking my little sister. No, he killed my little sister, and... Her boyfriend's probably dead too. <laughs> he goes, well, y'all just give me a second, chill. Then he goes back in and comes out with like Van Helsing gear on his <laughs> like, With a big net and a harpoon <laughs> and like a trident and a, uh, I don't know, a big 
shotgun. And he goes, I've been waiting 50 years to avenge my parents. He took them back in the, back in the 20s. <laughs> uh, but when they were trying for a second child, <laughs> didn't get around him the first time, otherwise I wouldn't exist. But <laughs> He brought him back to have sex. <laughs> he goes, I used to live up on Makeout Point. <laughs> My name John Gregory Makeout Pop Dupin. I was making out there once. <laughs> and he looks at an old photo of a girl. Dead. Like yeah. an autopsy photo. He just kisses it. <laughs> I really wish we'd have taken more pictures with him. <laughs> it was a bad photo. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is the best one I got. <laughs> Machman took all the others. <laughs> she she did have two eyes when I knew her. <laughs> did have a doll of her I kissed in the night time, but he took that as well. But yeah, I'm thinking of sort of Nightmare on Elm Street. Slasher flick. That sort of vibe. Yeah. You know, a touch of the supernatural. Yeah. But I like it. It's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. But probably not a vengeance-based yeah. thing. Unless what he got. He got. He was like, when he was a normal moth. Yeah, yeah he was in a car with well, some teenagers having story. sex, and there was a spillage, and that mixed with him created a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like grew. He's in a car at makeup point, and two teenagers are getting it on, yeah. <laughs> and one guy's like, "Oh, what's this plutonium doing in the back?" And he chucks it, and it hits a moth. <laughs> the crows. <laughs> I actually meant he like spunked on it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, it's plutonium there. Okay, and then yeah, Moffman goes back to his parents. And they're like, "Get out of here, you freak! Yeah, you can't be in our, just... our Moff community anymore. <laughs> You're way too much of a man for Moff Town. <laughs> Get out of here!" And then, yeah, they're <laughs> driven by pure rage. He seeks to avenge that by <laughs> avenge himself. Avenge by, any teenagers having sex. By killing, yeah, by stopping all sex, and so he'll be let back in. Yeah. To Mothton. And then he turns out he's a preacher at the end. That's a twist. Yeah, it was always Father Gregory. <laughs> yeah. No, it was the girl. <laughs> it was the car. <laughs> when they finally kill him, he's like, well, I'm glad you will learn the lesson, and none of you will have sex ever again. And they go, yes, we will. And he goes, good. And his eyes flash red a little bit. <laughs> The car park at Makeout Point was on an ancient moth burial ground. It's protected land, and they they protect it even though they're all dead. Yeah, sort of mix of like that until dawn, like yeah, what Wendigos don't do anything on the mountain. Someone ate a moth back in the day, yeah, yeah. and they become a moth. Man. That's all that happens. If that was the origin, someone ate a moth and they turned into a moth man. So I'm assuming that's a 26. Well, how do you feel? How do you think Mothman would feel about this film? Well, the Mothman from the stories you told me earlier, if he watched this film, do you think he'd feel at all misrepresented? <laughs> if he watched that film? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I bet he'd like be there just before the premiere and be like, we've got to call it off. <laughs> we've got to call it off. Just put it out on Netflix or something. Just a guy that's going, God, you can't show this, man. It puts me in a really bad light. <laughs> please, please don't show this. <laughs> I know. This is a bad omen. Just, just for me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. That's a good story. Right, it'd probably be. I don't know if it'd be a watchable film. Actually, you might think about <laughs> it. I don't know if I'd like it. I think it'd be a cheesy B movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, but is that the sort of movie we want to represent here? If we only do movies that we like ironically, is that going to be good? Didn't say you have to like it ironically. You can enjoy it wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, but is it like a room situation where I'm going like, oh, this is so, like, you know. Did you watch like Shark Exorcist or whatever it was? No. <laughs> it, would it be like that sort of film where we'd go like, this is enjoyable. <laughs> shark <laughs> Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. It's, is the shark possessed or is the shark an exorcist? No, the shark is killing people and then the shark exorcist. What? I I don't know, it's something like they that. They just call it Exorcist. No, they bring in an Exorcist to get rid of the human. Oh, right, I yeah. think. Okay. Yeah. Would you think it'd be like that? Well, you wouldn't have much luck chucking holy water in the sea, would you? <laughs> well, what is that practice where they put like a milligram? Oh, of homeopathy. Homeopathy. Yeah. Shark homeopathy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's the end of that one. <laughs> and the shark dies. <laughs> It turns out you could all the and then Every shark time. <laughs> yeah. What have we done? Mothman! <laughs> well, you called me, you cunts. <laughs> Imagine if like, every film ended with just like Mothman coming out of the end. Like Inception, he spins that thing and like just sits about to stop a huge Mothman like, <laughs> knocks it out of the way and eats him. Shutter Island is the lighthouse is a Mothman. It was a moth all along. <laughs> Uh, it's like maybe I'm crazy and I imagined all this and he goes no it was actually Mothman he, took <laughs> he like carries the girl away <laughs> you was a detective all along <laughs> it's a double twist <laughs> oh, that'd be funny that'd be a good that'd be a good film yeah I'd be up for that there is a, there are like Mothman films yeah a couple of watch them. Them. I think one came out like last year maybe yeah wow well, um, Still current. Or maybe not last year. Maybe Muffman. Muffman's always current. Muffman. Muffman. <laughs> Muffman. <laughs> the Muffman is... Prophecies 2002. Oh, so not, not last year. No. <laughs> it's loosely ba- based on the 1975 book of the same name by John Keel. Well, I feel like I know something about the Muffman Prophecies. The Muffman Prophecies is a supernatural horror mystery film developed by Mark Pounce star Richard Gere and Laura Linney. One of Frasier's bitches. And the woman from Ozark. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Patton, Deborah Messing, Lucinda Jenny, Alan Bates. Yeah. Uh, budget was thirty-two million. Made ninety. So fair play. Yeah. Be happy with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll take that. Chuck thirty million in. It's not bad. It starts with a car crash. Oh, a couple of teenagers getting their brains carved out by Big Mothman. John Klein and his wife, they swerve in a car accident. Mary's hospitalised. Then she has an unrelated brain tumour and dies. <laughs> Wasn't this just the thing we pitched for the fucking stone soldiers? <laughs> and then he becomes lost in West Virginia and inexplicably finds himself in Point Pleasant hundreds of miles off his route. <laughs> anyway, let's not go through the whole... Story, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think so. What's that overall? Well, I haven't even oh, scored it. Yeah, yet. you haven't scored it on no. Hollywood Factor. No, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not indicative to my Mothman. My Mothman. <laughs> the Mothman I like to imagine. Yeah, the original Mothman. Nah, nah. But enjoyable film. I reckon 18. I'll take take that. Yeah, you like an 18? 18? Yeah, I like an 18. I mean, it's a good 18. 7, 14 to the power of 18. Um, I'm going to write this on my phone. Please, let's show up. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, what's gonna say? Last week, mm. I feel like what did I, I took a picture. I mean, this doesn't matter because it's fucking scores from last week, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I said a thing, and then yeah, I, twenty to the power of twenty. Mm. I scored you. I think I said that was a score, and then he went, "That's not the right score." Then I, oh no, something different. And then I continue to put into the calculator twenty to. Well, no, because it was 20 squared, I remember we spoke about it, because it was massive. Yeah, I know, yeah, but I got it wrong. It was actually something else. Oh, right. Right, um, this doesn't matter, this isn't <laughs> this episode. <laughs> this is me informing Will that I need to look at the score again and change it before we put it into the... When we're back to our normal studio and everything's back to normal. <laughs> Just uh, time in. No, seven, seven to the yeah. See, this is why I don't do the typing, Will. Just get back to the normal studio. Is that right? Yeah, so go down to that first link there. Yeah. And then that'll have the long number. So we've got 7 to the power of 18. So the result is... It's a whole number. 1628413597910449. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty good. It was an E15 number. E15. So yeah, we'll have to remember these. I'll have to listen back to the last one. Yeah, I we'll, we'll have to add them to the document. Yeah, put them to the document. So yeah, it won't be next week. We'll look some away. Week after. Yeah. Maybe. Right. They'll, they they no. won't know. No. They'll think it's next Doesn't week. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But um, Don't let them behind the curtain. Off air discussion, I might come back Thursday, so maybe we could do a Thursday, but I don't know if I'm going to research on my way. But we'll see what happens. Subject to change, I might be about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We shall see. We'll see what happens. But we're always <laughs> talking about films. This isn't a bad film. <laughs> actually Tim Vine. Yeah, yeah, Tim Vine, Fear Moth. It's such a full-length film. Tim Vine, the comedian, made a movie, a B-YouTube movie about a moth that's, like, killing people in his hometown. It seemed, like, funded by himself. <laughs> what was that scene? Jumping about way too much. The mayor. The councillor. Bad wig. I'm sure he wasn't trying to have a good one. I don't know. Maybe that's his natural hair at this time. It was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lost his hair since then, hasn't he? That could be here. That's his real hair. Dude with a... Oh, that's Tim Vine, isn't it? No. No. His face is like oh. Tim Vine, though. Wheelbarrow's gone. I was just staring at it. Okay, I was, I was hoping for a moth attack then. <laughs> Do you see the moth? Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. Oh, yeah. There's the moth. Yeah. Giant, massive. giant moth. Yeah. Looks like Mothman, right? Yeah. That's sort of what I was expecting What's Mothman the vibe? to look like. If a little bigger. Or well, Mothman would be a bit bigger, I think. Yeah. And more bipedal. But yeah, it's a good film. <laughs> it's really? a good film to end on. <laughs> Right, I think we've done it right. Fucking that's a long episode. Well, yeah, it's a long one. Yeah. Right. Long, good. Thanks for listening. Nice chatting to you, Will. Yeah, <laughs> nice chatting to you. <laughs> it's nice chatting to the audience. But... <laughs> well, but it was, I suppose. It's a one-way situation. Yeah. Don't ever talk to me. Email us, though. Yeah, do email, though. <laughs> <laughs> email if you've got any ideas about movies about Mothman. Yeah, yeah um, and that's what we want. We'll read them and a say treatment. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And we'll probably berate them on air next time. Yeah, but... Well, what more could you want? If you're into that, you're into that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. It's been weird and interesting stories. Goodbye from us. Goodbye. <laughs>
keep moth manning at the keep manning the moths. Do moths buzz? I don't know, probably. Yeah. Probably do something. <laughs> moth. <laughs> moth. Don't have sex. <laughs> Get your hands off her right now. 